Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's no secret anymore mm. that the state of New York, along with the rest of America, yeah. needs teachers, and we need them bad. Gotta step up. And because of that, Monroe yeah. County came up with an idea to speed the process up. Getting folks who want to be teachers into these teaching positions. Okay. And that program itself, the idea had some folks split on whether or not it was a good idea. Yeah. But one person who heard that discussion believes that being a teacher now, Tommy, yeah, too much red tape. Takes oh, too much right. time. What we really need to do is just trust the folks that want to teach our kids. Trust they know what they're talking well, about. Well, you want people to want the job, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they're excited. That He may be onto something here. It's Wednesday. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for 8 Mail of the Week. You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. And about two weeks ago, we told you about a new program mm. that Monroe County is rolling out to address the teacher shortage. Now, it's already bad as we speak. Mm. School's hurting for folks educating kids. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. The state says with retirements on the horizon... They expect to have to replace 180,000 teachers over the next decade. And just this, this state? Yes, just New York. That's 18,000 <clears> a year. <throat> and they don't have enough kids coming out of college. Mm-hmm. So, to speed up the process, the idea was to establish a program where 100 people who have a bachelor's degree can apply to get placed in one district to student teach for a year. So you have your district, your school, you are there student teaching the entire time. While you are doing that, you are also earning your master's or a certificate from the U of R or Nazareth in a sped-up program. When that year is up, you start a job at the school you were student teaching in. Supporters say it saves time, it saves money, it makes it less expensive, which is a barrier for folks to try and get these teaching jobs. get them in, man. And you're already comfortable with the kids you're working with. And honestly, Tommy, right now, any idea might be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Well... Almost any idea. Because someone who heard that discussion also had a way to get more teachers in schools. Great. And this this way would definitely be faster. All right. Actual physical letters sent through the mail telling us we suck. Sit back and enjoy today's hate mail of the week. We continue to overeducate our society to the point where it stopped working. If you need teachers to teach kids, the answer is simple. If someone is good at something, put them in a school and let them teach it. Is someone proficient at math? Why do they need some expensive degree? If they can do it, pay them to teach it. Same goes for science and English and history and all of the subjects. With this way, you can also add subjects that are good for the kids. Someone that has worked with their hands could teach carpentry or other things like that for kids that want to go into the trades. 
What are you getting with a college degree that you don't get in the four years you wouldn't be at college with life experience? I'll tell you what you get. Debt and an overinflated ego. Put those aside. You don't want broke, arrogant teachers anyways. If the state was serious about helping our kids, they'd take this idea, run with it, and things would be fixed in a year. Sincerely, Benjamin. Not Ben. Benjamin. 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 Okay, so Benjamin's take. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need a college degree mm. to teach anything in a school. Mm. If you are good at something, Tommy, you go in there, you show the kids how to do it. I mean, he makes a little sense here. Maybe maybe we are overthinking the thinking. Okay. What? I can't what do you even mean? look at you right now. No, but think about back in the old days. These teachers didn't have master's degrees when they were educating no, kids. but they went to and school for teaching. Right, but you need that. You need a master's degree to teach second grade. Sure, I hear you, man. I don't know. You think about yeah, back no, in the day. I can teach oh, second well. goddamn grade. You mean back in the day, like, you know, the system that produced us? <laughs> I'm talking all the way back. You mean like back in the day, like the system that produced adults that can't do math and have problems with history with declining scoring? But mean, you like, only need to know so much. Uh-huh. You don't need to know all. Here's the thing. You, do, you don't need to know all of it. You need to know some of it. The guys that are going to make a life out of it, yeah, they need to know all of it. A guy like you and I, we just just give me the gist of it. No, I don't but need everything. But they don't no, but know think about it. it. They taught you all of it, and all you got out of it was the gist of it. Just give me the gist. No, get to the no, gist. Get, get, get the gist. Yes. Just give me the gist. A tip of the gist, and I'm out of there. Teach me a little Italian. Hey, the tip of the gist. No, I, you need a master's degree really to teach base stuff, reading and writing. Can't you just get that out of a four-year degree? The phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. There's a problem or two. Yeah, big masters controlling everything. There's a problem or two with Benjamin's idea. Mm. So let's give Benjamin what he wants in a hypothetical world. Open it up a little bit. We'll change the whole system. Right. All right, so here's my first question, Tommy. How do you know who's good at what? Uh, You give him a test. Oh, you mean like college? (laughs) No, an aptitude (laughs) test. Oh, really? Really? In what? Math. Math, Okay. But let's say let's say you have a job where you use math every day and you're good at it. Like you taught like yourself. You're saying experience. Where, yeah, like you learned on a job how to do simple equations by the fact that you build things. Okay. That's good enough. You can't tell me that guy can't teach second grade math. Okay, so you give him a test. You test me on it. Maybe so then he slams it. If I'm able to pass the test. Yeah, the guy's in. Then I should be able to teach these kids despite not having the credentials. Right. Your argument is simply knowing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Is enough for you to be a good teacher? Well, what, what school? You got to know stuff. Tommy, I go in, you teach me to know. I already know. Tommy, part of like getting becoming a teacher is student teaching, and you have classes in dealing with kids right. and stuff like that. Tommy, there are lots of brilliant people who you can't put in a room with children. Well, I understand that. No, you don't, because you just said give them a test and let them go. Well, I mean, the, the kid. Well, I mean, like the kid starts acting up. Yeah, you sit down. Stay a mess. Okay. You want to end up in a break room? <laughs> Second question. Second question. How would you find people with no college education who are good at the much harder subjects? Like what? Advanced math, calculus, that kind of stuff. I'm sure there's scientists guys that are dying to do it. Yeah, you think they're going to take a pay cut to go work in a school to teach our kids? Well, how about you and, pay them a little bit more? You pay them a little bit more? Well, and how that much doesn't mean like you're good more? at showing somebody. Like you could be really, really good at your job, but mm-hmm. terrible at training people. Thank like, you. Like think about if you if you had to teach, if we had an intern here and mm-hmm. you had to show them like some of the base stuff to do, you think you would be good enough 
at explaining things to teach that kid. Look what I did with Anaheim Jack. I turned that kid around. That kid's a rising star in the broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, he died. What's he been up to? He died. Oh, he took it too far. Of boredom from listening to the show. But okay, you go calculus and stuff like that. Okay. No. If you want to go like advanced kid, okay, get, go get master. All right, how about you? Advanced kid gets master teacher for the advanced stuff. Master teacher. But let's say I just want, I just, just give me the base. Okay. I don't need the gold plan. Okay. I need like the bronze plan of education. You know, like when you go get insurance, yeah, yeah. there's different levels. Sure, sure, sure. I just want base coverage, no, man. But that person no has collision. to be so good at what they do to teach your dumb ass something. <laughs> man. Those those stroke ass teachers that I had. Stroke ass teacher. Chain smoking alcoholic. Shut up! But that's the point. Key, <laughs> we're making. Those were military guys with no educational background. And they won wars. They didn't know where the missile was going. And they created you. I do think they no, won a war. You got no comment to that. They lost the war with your brain, man. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know how this works, but aren't there some subjects in school where people could come in and teach them almost like as a part-time job? Ooh, that I don't good. know. Because like, I think, I, I know you probably had to have a college degree to do it, but I don't know, like, because like we had like photography, like a photography class. And I vaguely remember oh, the person that, that taught it was like a retired Kodak employee. Yeah. So I don't oh. know if they had a teaching degree or just a degree that allowed go. them to teach subjects like that. Okay, yeah, but that's not, the, I mean, that's an elective kind of class, right? That, right? Like, like those elective classes, I don't know if those people were necessarily certified teachers. And some of these some of these classes you could do on tape, you could, you could get the audio book and learn Spanish and French. Oh, you mean like, I don't know, like uh, having computers where teachers were showing you on the screen that uh, how to do stuff? But you don't even need a How'd teacher. How'd that work out? How'd that work out? You get the ass. How did that work? Work out. I don't know. I, I don't know how the kid did with his French. But you can't tell me you can't get that French app and just listen to it and write your French down. And here, look, you go. Okay. Uh, Tommy. We. Oui. <clears throat> 252 WC. If I see you guys on hold, don't go anywhere. I want to hear this. I want to hear your Oh, takes. I can't wait to hear these intellectual types. <laughs> hey, Mel of the Week, this guy named Benjamin says, with this teacher shortage, just anybody that's good at something, put them in a school. That college gives you nothing but debt. It's red tape getting these jobs. You're bogging people down. If someone's good at math, let them be a math teacher. Yeah. If someone's good at history, let them be a history teacher. We're not as smart as we think we are. For example, right. Tommy, did you know that it's standard for the average newspaper and television program to write at an eighth grade level? Okay. That's where most of us end up when we become adults. Yeah, but it's with, been like that since day one. Yeah. You want that person teaching your kid 11th grade English? Maybe we should just cut it off around. Bro, I write for a living. I could not pass a sophomore English class to save my life. I yeah, have no you, idea what a conjunction is. No, I can't. Conjunction, junction, what's that function? Finish it. Hooking up this. Exactly. <laughs> you lost it when you got to the part that you learned things. Why can't they just sing the class? But there the, you go. The biggest issue with class this idea. Karaoke, what? The biggest issue. What you think you know versus what you actually know. And this would show up big time in history class. Because history goes back a long time, Tommy. It goes all the way back to the beginning of history. And there are reputable sources that schools use to teach kids that we all learned growing up. Right? Would the person who gets this job want to use those? Oh. Would they let those facts that they heard along the way as an adult bleed into the lesson that they're teaching? And if you think that sounds stupid, think of how many times Tommy and I have gotten 
uh, history that we know, that we know mm. completely wrong on this show and stood here for three minutes and screamed at each other <laughs> waiting for Kimmy to look up what the right answer is. You don't know what you think you do, and that applies to all of us. Right. But history is when, you know, you can kind of, no. you can get like a mixed history. No, that's the most important one. What, mixed history? Yeah, have you ever heard the sentence, history forgotten is doomed to repeat itself? I thought history is written by the people who want it. Yeah, also yeah. that's a problem. Right. But that's all we got. Well, used to have all we got. Yeah. Now we got videos from everybody. Okay. Phone number is 252-WCMF. I f- appreciate you guys sitting on hold while we're yelling at each other. Yeah, here we go. I can't wait to hear this. Well, they might be on your side. I, I don't doubt know. It. They could be Team Benjamin. Oh. Let's talk to Shar. She's on CMF. Shar, what's up? Oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> go for it. Um, Tommy's opinion is the reason why people belittle teachers so much, and you have absolutely no idea how hard our job is. Who's belittling no idea. you, slack ass? You have no idea what we do every single day. and what. Right I now you're on the phone, Tommy. and the classes started 10 minutes ago. Uh, no, my class doesn't start till 9. Are you really I'm prepping your ass off? So there. And- Char. Char. Oh, my God. So I would beg Tommy to come in and teach an entire class every day for one week straight. I bet you anything. He what do you teach? What do you teach? You would not want to do that to your students. Trust show, me. Show, show what do you teach. <laughs> oh, I sure, I certainly would not. Um, I teach second, third, fourth, and fifth. Oof, and everything tough. you said about second grade is one hundred percent inaccurate. Well, Shar, here's the problem: if you brought him in to teach <laughs> second grade, it might get confusing because from a distance, he looks like an eighth. Keeps grade. coming back up. That Worst joke, joke you've oh, ever done true. in the history of comedy. All right, but Shar, so well the. And the funny thing is, is he says, oh, the kids just tell the kids to sit down and be quiet. They would eat him alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charles, let me ask you this question. You know, we had this, this whole conversation, this whole letter comes from this idea from the state. They're going to fast track these folks mm-hmm. to get them their master's or certificates. They're going to put them in these schools. In your opinion, being a teacher, what do we need to do to stop this teacher shortage from happening? Well, first of all, Tommy's opinion is why there's a teacher shortage. There's people belittle teachers. Uh, it's, it actually is now parents come in and they blame the teachers for why their kids aren't doing well instead of taking ownership as to why their kid is not doing mm, well. We can only know. deal she with just what said we're given. You. No, but yeah. she's a parent. Sure, I ain't no saying, damn I'm, parent. No, I never believe. I, I, no, she's talking about you people. If my kid, if I get an email or a phone call, mm. I immediately be blaming my kid. I have right. never sided with my child in a teacher argument in my life, and that's probably not the best. But, oh, Char, I'm sorry I, I cut no. you off. No, no, I'm the exact same way. I already told my son, if your teacher says you did something, you did it. But the problem is, is there's parents that come in pointing fingers at us when they don't do what they're supposed to do at home with their children. And having some of these kids come in, we don't, we're not just teaching. We're babysitting. We're counseling. We're taking care of their health. There is so much more that goes involved with it. I want Tommy to come in for one whole week and tell me how easy it is. Char, keep on fighting the good fight. Have a good class today. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Bye. By the way, like having a counsel and listen and take care of someone's health, like I don't know what that's like every day sitting across from you. I'm not sure what aspect of teaching you would be good at. Like, Lunch. Like none of, no, because you can't even do that. <laughs> how about quiet time? You're the loudest I person I know. No, you'd and, be quiet. And yeah. I'm the loudest person I know. I'm going to go on YouTube and look at donkeys while you people study. <laughs> Baby donkeys, my new obsession. By the way, put you in your place, bitch. Oh, my gosh. She's Shut so you down. overselling her job, second grade. 
I would. Rather, I wouldn't want that job. Look, I'm not. I, I wouldn't would, want to be in the class with that voice. You hear yourself in your headphones, right? Yeah, I don't sound like a West Side Woman. Sometimes you do. West Side Woman. Ooh, West, West Side, Side Woman. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up Char with a better attitude. <laughs> we'll take one more call. Oh, she's going to bite some kid's head off today, too. Yeah, and it's your fault. It's not my fault. You're running your mouth. All of a sudden, she hits you with, like, you know, facts and her emotions. You're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Lydia's going to have the last word here on CMF. Lydia, how's it going? Hi. So in both these career and tech programs, a lot of times the teachers that are teaching mechanics or engineering have 30 to 40 years of experience and then want to give back to their community and go back and teach and get a master's while they're actively teaching tech programs. Oh. And so, makes... they, so they are also certified as well, certified teachers. Yeah. Old ass teachers. But they don't always start out as certified teachers. They usually start with years of experience and then start teaching and give their masters while they're teaching. No, but that see, Lydia, that's a great, I like that idea. That's a great idea because I don't disagree. There are certain things like Kimmy was bringing up with like the elective courses, right? Yeah. Where the experience matters more than the education. But when it comes to stuff like history or math or science in a classroom, I just don't know what the job equivalent other than teacher would be where you would be more qualified than a teacher to teach that class. I don't either. And a lot of times these teachers, you know, at the high school level have to get a bachelor's in history or science or math and then a master's in education. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, nobody's getting just a bachelor's in education. No, I mean, Kimmy, your husband went through this. Like, everybody has to get that master's yeah. if they want no, to teach yeah, in public school, mas- right? Yeah, he master's, yep. So, yeah, right, it's required. Lydia, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Right, have a good rest right, of the I day. I think we figured it out. I think we got it all figured out. I don't think we figured out anything. I think we got it. Man, if we could... Uh, no, I just know we keep well, it we base. did figure out one thing. Stop being a dick to teachers. Yeah. That, no, that just would be base. I like how when you criticize, no, I'm being... be base? What does that even mean? You're more on teachers when I just have an opinion. She literally <laughs> re- recited your opinions back to you in a quote. It's just opinions. I'm not being mean. She's like, I'm demeaning. I didn't demean. Hey, you just asked a few questions. All of a sudden, you devil. You weren't asking questions. You were making statements. inflammatory statements. Like what? I didn't. I, how? I didn't inflame nothing. You called them <laughs> chain smoking, drunk, arrogant uh, teachers. Nah, hey, there's some, uh, some good ones out there too. <laughs> On both sides. Let's do- <laughs> <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're living in strange times, Tommy. What happened? Well, businesses that for decades made a ton of money mm. and were in every single town that all of a sudden sit empty because technology has moved on from them. Hey. And it's created a problem. What happened? What to do with these massive places. One local town thinks they may have come up with a solution. And whether it's good or bad, mm. it would definitely be strange shopping in one of these. Oh. <laughs> You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF. Rochester has a movie theater problem. Oh, yeah. God. Within the last few years, at least five <clears throat> of them have closed in different towns in the greater Rochester area. And a few have been resurrected. Mm-hmm. Apple Cinemas bought the ones in Pittsburgh and Greece and are making fancier theaters out of them. Mm-hmm. That one in Pittsburgh just recently opened. Yeah. Uh, but the Regal Cinemas in Henrietta and Arondacoit, I know for a fact those two still sit empty. Okay. Now, Tommy, that's tax money not coming in. Mm-hmm. That's a place that is a prime target for vandalism. Mm-hmm. So you got to do something about it. Yeah, but they're huge. They, they are huge. Your point. Well, this week, Arondacoit proposed a plan. What are you going to do? Make the movie theater a place to go shopping. But you already have shopping. Mm-hmm. What's more shopping you need? The town board heard an idea that would break the theater in Aronicoid up into three retail spaces. They would remove the marquee somehow and then turn them into storefronts. And if the idea is approved, it will be completed in late 2025. Do we like this idea? No. Because you already got enough retail. Well, and I'm thinking you already have a lot of empty retail space to fill before you fill a theater. And I guess I just don't get why the theater, because you're not making it look like a theater. You know what I mean? Like, you're not keeping any components of the theater. You're just breaking. You're just making it look like a new building anyways. Well, it would still look like a theater. I don't know how you could change a theater. I don't know. I mean, they're breaking it up into three three different stores. I don't know. But, like, how many... I guess I don't get the draw of of having an old theater turned into retail. Yeah, they're not like old-timey cool theaters. They're just like... It's just a big open blah. space. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. Now, how many... I don't know how many theaters there were in that Aronicoid theater. Not sure. There, that, that was a multiplex. Right. Yeah. So, like, what do they have? Like, 10, 12 screens? Like, probably. I, I would love to know how they would break that up into three retail yeah. spaces. Do you just knock all the walls down? I yeah, would probably. think. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't sound to me like they're keeping, like, a theater look to it. It's just... A space they can use, but it was, it was stadium seating, right? It would, too, yeah. it would still be too. So it'd be very hard to walk on those slanted floors. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> it is funny though how young Kimmy is as she's saying what she's saying out loud. Mm. I can't imagine shopping at a movie theater. Every you know, yeah, guy did this on Monroe Avenue up until the early two thousands. Right, true. Yeah. Right, was oh. it, it was Show World that was on oh, Monroe Avenue. Yeah, and they the, showed it all, buddy, in the old theater. But w- we learned it wasn't. I mean, when did it? When did that close? Was it, isn't it still kind of all set up that way, no, too? It, it, yeah, it is. Uh, but it was a dirty bookstore. Yeah. yeah. But you dirty would walk theater. in. When you walked in, Kimmy, it was a theater. You knew it was a theater. It right. looked like a theater, and there were mm-hmm. just, you know, retail space inside. Yeah. But I don't know what, what we need that would fill those huge-ass spaces. It's a good point. It is a good point. Like, but what's I'm, up? Like, what's everybody doing now? A boat dealership? There you go. More boats. I mean, I guess you can make it something similar to like a smaller mall if you mm-hmm. wanted to use all of the theaters and just break them up in individual things. All right, I'm going to say something. 
I think may be stupid. I think may be brilliant. Buckle okay. up, everybody. Well, you know those gaming centers you're talking about, right? For example. Those places where you can go play those games now? Oh, like gaming center. Like okay, eSports. Yeah. Why couldn't you turn some of that into those gaming centers? Because you've already got like that kind of system. Okay. I mean, that's not a terrible idea. I will say this. There's a business. You can compete. There's a business that exists in the city of Rochester that has that right. on a smaller scale. I mean, that still seems like a lot of space. Mm-hmm. But you were telling me these gamers are all over the damn place. Well, they are, but I don't... And they compete with each other. They could go in there and compete. Yeah, but all you need really is a computer. You know, you should do money, too. What do you mean? Compete again. Make it legal to, to, oh, bet, like... to bet on gaming. If you could have gamers come in and, and lay down money and prop bets on gaming, you'd have nerds out the door. You're going to do that every day to keep a place open? Yeah, they're called casinos. They're open every day. No, but casinos, I mean... I wonder if there's a crossover there, though, between gamers and gamblers. I don't, I don't know. I mean, look... I, I think I, it's a brilliant idea. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not going to work, but it doesn't seem like there's enough people that would be willing yeah. to pay... Every gamer's got seven buddies that they're playing with, right? Mm-hmm. It's a built-in crowd. You get one guy, all his buddies are going to come. Okay. They're going to lay down bank. They're going to compete against each other, and they make money. But wouldn't money. it be an easy thing to, like, rig... Of course you rig it. You rig it. You do all kinds of stuff. you have full control over it. I don't know. Don't, I, I'm just wondering, like, the optics of it. Don't say rig it in your initial pitch. See the hand over here? Go ahead. Please let the court know he's doing the You know it's a good idea. No, It's got gambling and gaming together. Goddamn, we making money. No, here's what I agree with you 100%. I don't know if it's the stupidest or the most brilliant thing you've ever said. But it could be. Because it sounds really stupid, but it could actually work. I don't know. It seems like too much. Too much. Because I'm saying it. No, I don't. I no, if somebody was... brilliant came in and said, oh, yeah, it's great, man. Sign up. Who's, like, who? We don't know anybody brilliant. Well, if we did. So, on top of the movie theaters, mm-hmm. there are two other places that we in the greater Rochester area need to figure out what to do with. As we talk about Aron Nicoit, uh hearing a proposal to turn their own movie theater into retail space. Yeah, so you got, we talked about the movie theaters. Banks, which we talked about okay. a week and a half ago. And then retail office space. Those three places are not needed like they used mm-hmm. to, right? You used to have been needed. Yeah. So what can you put in movie theaters, banks, and retail office space that would make money for a town or a city and would be something that people would actually use? Now, Kimmy, we found out that there's actually a ton of old banks that are yeah. a bunch of different businesses now. Yeah, that, that have been turned into restaurants and other similar things. And when it comes to movie theaters, mm-hmm. I mean... They're big and they're hulking or whatever, but there's not a ton of them, right? Right. So if you needed to, you can knock them down. The retail office space is yeah. the biggest problem. So, like so much regular office space. Yeah, because yeah, I you're mean, screwed. Yeah, there's nothing else you can put in there. Well, no, they, I, mean, I love how you come up with this unique idea for theaters. You don't even think about the retail office. Well, because what else you got to put in another office? I don't know. That's it. You're out of it. We're you got s- office or no office. We're sitting under how many? Floors of empty space. That, well, one definitely one. Yeah. That have and then Tommy's head not been <laughs> filled and. I don't know how many years. You're never going to fill now. those. So, but when you need an idea to do something with it, because like a lot then of you these... got, you know, okay, then you had to literally turn them into residential space because nobody can afford rent. Okay, that's so not you a... you could go low end rent. Would you live in an old movie theater? Oh, I would do that. That sounds like fun. But uh, no, but I'm talking office space. No, like, turn uh, it into lofts. All right. No, but like no, you... then people can hear you. Bro, have you lived in a townhouse or an apartment? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Walls are pretty thin. No, but a loft like that, 
inside. Of, that would be weird. Man. It's already soundproof. I feel like living in a shelf. No, but like, okay, look, turning the office buildings into places Re- to live. That's yeah. not a terrible idea, but there's right. a flaw in your plan. Because you say that people need affordable places to mm-hmm. live. Well, to make this work, you would need to go in and completely redesign the whole building. Right. That's mm-hmm. going to cost money. Bro, you do a chintzy. <laughs> you do a chintzy. You don't put in nice. You put in... You put in crap stuff. I can already see the story. We got with all of that old asbestos we pulled out of the old buildings. Right in there, baby. There it is. Look, I mean, and that's the biggest problem with all of these things. Movie theaters, banks, and retail office spaces. Whomever takes them over is going to have to spend yeah. a bunch of money to do it. Like, going back to the story in Aronicoy, think about how expensive it's going to be to change a movie theater into whatever retail space they mm-hmm. want it to be. And what companies have that kind of cash well, coming up short. that are willing to invest in retail right now. And even if you do have it, there is no guarantee the idea would work. So you could understand why no one would want to take the risk. So I guess in that way, Kimmy... This is a good thing for Ron Nicoid because if it works, it may encourage other people to try okay. it. Okay, it'll be a test. Yeah, which would get experiment. rid of yeah, get rid of these other empty spaces. Mm-hmm. It's really sad to drive by a closed movie theater. I've learned this recently. What? Like they closed that Regal and Henrietta. I drive by it every day. Well, you got memories. Well, no, I don't. Oh, there's, what are you sad about? I mean, there's something about a closed movie theater. That is just depressing. Well, it looks very end of the world ish, yeah. doesn't it? Like it, what you see in a movie. And that was the last movie that played this. <laughs> yeah. No, like even on the marquees, they have put like permanently closed. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. Like I kind of want them to just like do something with it or get rid of it. I don't want to keep driving by this every day. This sucks, man. Do something. But it, it's gonna shake itself out. It always does. No, I mean, Tommy, there are some places in this town that have been empty for 20 years. They haven't touched them. Or why? Uh, the Crescent Beach was one of them. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a good example. And uh, that only was within yeah, the last two said. weeks. You don't got to inject. There's a building that's been empty for It was falling apart in the city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the city. Cité. Nobody did anything about it until it became a problem. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think every town in the greater Rochester area, someone can call yeah. us up and tell us a building that's been it's vacant 20, like a 30 years. It's building that um, you, you probably see so often, you just ignore it now. You don't even notice that it's there just collecting dust. Yeah, she's yeah. absolutely mm. right. And, I mean, unfortunately, we're going to start seeing more of that stuff. In fact, today, I was driving down Mount Hope. Yeah. Uh, there's a little brake mechanic shop right next to the U of R that's been there forever. Forever and ever and ever. And I drive by it every day and I always laugh because they had no parking lot. Mm-hmm. Zero parking lot. And if you wanted to pull your car in, it looks like you had to do it at 40 miles an hour mm-hmm. to get your brakes fixed. The sign was down today. So he's out? It looks like they're closed. Oh. But that place has been there since I was a kid. I used to ride my bike past it to go to the old record archive on Mount Hope. Yeah. But people, but that business probably shifted over to dealerships. Possibly. Or the guy decided he wanted to retire and nobody you know, wanted yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hank's hanging it up. But, I mean, that's in a weird spot. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a building that's going to sit empty for a long time. Yeah, it's going to be a coffee shop or a bakery? Coffee shop and bakery are literally across the street. Oh. Uh, College town. So, yeah, man. Like, we got to start figuring out, hey, what can we do with all this space? Okay. Maybe just knock it down and have some empty space. That's not a bad idea right? either. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Greenery. Deep. Save the earth. You're the man that's argued against Parcel 5, even with the success of Parcel <laughs> 5. Well, you won't let me put asbestos back in the buildings. What do you want from me? <sighs> 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, there's there's this idea that legends never die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this man eventually will remember it as a legend forever and ever Mm -hmm. and ever. But you can't stay a legend in time forever. Yeah, true. Eventually, it's over. Yeah. And without this man even knowing, Mm -hmm. it sounds like it's starting to end. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room. Watch just classic rock, 96.5, WCMF. Uh, Big story yesterday for folks that will be watching playoff football. Mm -hmm. Al Michaels. The man. Yeah, I mean, he's the voice of sports for the last 50 years. Yeah. Will not be calling playoff games during NBC coverage this season. He's out. Yes, so uh, he had the Amazon deal. He signed a contract with them the Mm. past two seasons. He got a monster deal out of it. But as part of his contract, he was also allowed to do play-by-play for NBC for NFL playoff games. He wanted to do that. Yeah. Well, apparently, without telling Al Michaels or even consulting Al Michaels... NBC decided to go in another direction and booted him off the playoff broadcast. So it's happening this season it's now? Done. He's done. It's over. Damn, they don't even let him write it out this year. No. Wow. So you said you had heard something. Yes. What, what did you hear? I heard he was he. they were getting tired of him saying that Taylor Swift was a distraction from the oh. games that they were calling. Hmm. Interesting. And like he said that openly during a broadcast. Okay. And that pissed some people off. So the article I had read is that there's been tension between him and NBC executives for like years now, Okay, and it had never gotten public, Mm. and this is their way of sticking it to him. There's also the issue, and Kimmy, you can back me up on this, Al Michaels has been catching a ton of criticism the last two seasons for sounding like he does not care while he's calling games. Uh, Yes. Well, he's got a very laid back... I mean, he's the Jim Nance of broadcasting. I mean, he's got a very (laughs) laid back style of broadcasting. No, like he's, he's not John Madden. No, he sounds like he just he sounds like he's like locked in a room and they're forcing him to talk. But I think I when th- you get old and, and you're smooth, you, it may come across that way. Well, wasn't there like weird tension too with him and Tony Romo? That I don't know. I thought there was something no. there too. So the loudest <laughs> of the bitches that he doesn't care about the games he's calling. <laughs> yeah, well, he is old. Was last year on NBC during the Jags wild comeback playoff win over the Chargers. Folks killed him for just walking his way through this like amazing game. So no enthusiasm at all. That's all right. that's the criticism of him. And the phone number is two five two WCMF. So here's where it gets a little heartbreaking. Right. Now, my Al Michaels, at least for my money, the greatest American sports play-by-play announcer maybe ever. Okay. Smart, funny, insightful, entertaining. I can recite word for word the 1980 USA-Russia hockey game ending mm-hmm. by heart, right? He was completely blindsided by this yesterday. I bet. When the New York Post reached out to him in early November, asking about rumors that this yeah. could happen, he told them, and I quote, It's in my deal. Where are you hearing that from? That's part of my deal. Are you hearing something that I'm not hearing? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. A little paranoid Al, there. baby. Call your agent. Then... When the news came down yesterday, yeah. Michaels refused to give a statement to anyone about what happened. Well, he's devastated, man. I mean, you know, he kind of helped build that brand. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like he's got memorable stuff. I mean, they could have handled it better than 
pulling a move like that. I mean, it is disrespectful for a guy that's an institution. Okay, but all right, look, look, look. And we and we and we do tend to do that to people. Oh, look who's getting older and all of a sudden hmm. changed uh-huh. his taste. But you that's know how weird. we how we treat people that uh-huh. guys that out, will, yeah. stuff. Yes. All right, I will. No, you're you not wrong. What did you hear? I don't know. I guess we'll find out on Friday. It's in his contract. He gets a free pizza coupon. (laughs) Surprise, you're fired. Okay, you're not wrong there. There are examples where you're like, oh my God, how could you do that to somebody that's giving you everything? However, I will say this, and you can back me up on this 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, There are some people, and I'm not suggesting I'm like, this guy, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Mm -hmm. There are some people that are beloved in the public that work in media or have worked in media that are complete. Dicks behind yeah. the Different, scene. yeah, different Monster humans. dicks. Okay. They're really good at putting on a show. Exactly. And it gets to the point where, look, you're not doing what you used to be able to, so we don't have to tolerate the attitude that you have, and you're walking around like you got something that you ain't got anymore, mm. so goodbye. All right. But, and, that, but just, just handle the goodbye better. But like, it, uh, those are all valid points. Yeah. But don't just, like, you would now look, if you think this guy is an ass. Mm-hmm. And you pull a move like this, you also look you like an ass. Case. Yeah. Like take the high. You want to look better? Take the higher road and walk the guy out politely. No, but here's the thing. I mean, this doesn't hurt NBC. If so, there, there's a 27 year old kid, uh, Ian Eagle's son, and you know Ian Eagle's voice. You've heard it. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. He's the guy who he called does a lot the, of the Bills games. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He will be calling in uh, Al Michael's place the playoff game here. I'm not going to boycott the NFC playoff game. You're going to watch anyway. Yes, because Al Michaels isn't there. Yep. So I this literally cannot hurt NBC. No, but, it, but they are in the image business. And yes, I don't think it's going to hurt the NFL. But show a little class. If you want to be the Tiffany Network like CBS. NBC. No, <laughs> CBS is oh, the Tiffany Network. I didn't know. Is that a real thing? Yes. They're the original network. All right, hold on. Just, We're going to get some TV. No, history. when I was a kid, it was a CBS and NBC. ABC came in late. Okay. And but then, CBS was the original network. Oh, my God. That Cronkite. Yeah. See how they didn't walk Cronkite off a plank? You want to do? You want to talk about Dumont, too? You want to do that? Dumont great network. guys. Great guys. It's interesting to me that any of these guys who call play-by-play have any leverage at all. Because to your point, especially with the NFL, you're not going to not tune into a game. True. Uh, if that person's calling the no, game. No, you're right. I think you could really, but whether or not like it's it's better or worse, you could put anybody in that spot to call the game, any professional, and people are still going to tune in. And eventually, people get used to that voice. And then you, you, it's really just a matter, I think, of getting used to a voice and it almost being just a part of your life in a way. Okay, that's a great that's a great point. I will say this, and What's maybe that? this is why they have leverage. Again, we're talking about Al Michaels. Uh, he was supposed to be calling one of the playoff games, uh, the NFL playoff games on NBC this year. He will not be. They didn't tell him. They just pulled the rug out from under him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's been tension between he and the executives over the last t- couple of years. Tommy heard they out here saying that it was him criticizing the NFL and Taylor Swift, how she's a distraction. Mm-hmm. That's what ended it. He did not give a statement to anyone yesterday, 79 years old. He's I will, 79. 79. Well, bro, he's been doing it since you were a kid. Yeah. And you old. <laughs> I will not turn off a game because of somebody's voice. Yeah. But I will tune in sometimes because of somebody's call. Like when the Dodgers would play. Yeah. And sometimes it would show up on my TV when I was flipping through. If I heard Vin Scully's voice. He was stop. the voice of baseball. Yes. Yeah. I would, yeah. Only because I okay. liked hearing Vin Scully but spin that... that yarn. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but I would stop. Okay. 
But was that because of his voice or just because he was he's such a legend because he's been at it for so long? But he sounded what a baseball announcer should sound like. He, he was the the gold standard yeah. of what a guy would sound It's almost like the other guy I was thinking of who was the exact opposite of him was Harry Carey, yeah. who was such mm-hmm. a yeah. character. Yeah. You would watch a you would watch Harry Carey, watch a Cubs game just to hear Harry Carey screw up. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And sound half drunk. And Kimmy, to answer your question, I guess I don't know because I'm mm-hmm. 37, and mm-hmm. you know, Vin Scully was. And, and maybe Vin there are, especially exactly. So that's baseball, all. Baseball, you need that more yeah. uh, than you do other sports. Well, no, because like even like the Sabers, for example, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a diehard Sabers fan. Yeah. yeah, but I enjoyed. I have a hard time listening to anything but football and hockey. On the radio, and even hockey on the radio is tough for me sometimes. Yeah. Right, but I think I, I enjoy listening a different, to Jean different, on the radio. Yeah, radio is a different animal only because like they have to paint a picture for you, right? Whereas on TV, I'm seeing it firsthand. You don't need the commentary; okay. it adds to it. So you don't necessarily need it. Fun fact: Now I'm going to do TV history because mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you just have that by yourself. The CBS thing I made up. I think it is CBS. Shut up. Uh, one of the major networks in the late 80s tried a game with no commentary. They just run the game. It was intentional. Mm-hmm. And they oh. like advertised it and did everything and all this stuff, and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Everybody hated it. But now, with the way TV is, you probably could do that. How? Well, you could scroll all the information down below, and the way they do graphics now, you may not. You probably could pull that off. They're also giving you multiple ways to take in the game. Think of how many channels, like yeah. certain games, you can watch it. You can watch the, the Manning, red zone, the the red zone, the Manning. Um, what do they call the Manning cast? Mm. Where it's just in the red zone. It's just uh, Peyton and Eli just having a conversation sure. during the game, right? So I guess like there are options for people if they don't want the traditional thing. You're right. And going back to your point, Tommy, saying you can scroll all the information mm-hmm. underneath and you don't need a commentator. You're right. I think you're underestimating how distracting it is silently watching a sporting game. Yeah. Well, you're like you're at the airport, basically, or a sports bar. Yeah, there's a reason why when you're in a hockey arena, football arena, baseball park, they're blasting music and doing mm-hmm. things in between plays. All right. And with all that being said, uh, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 